Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever time it is, wherever you are. This is Help Sheffield podcast, episode number 22, I think. Not really sure, don't care anymore. Um, you've got Elf One this week, um, and no sidekick apart from Elf Dog, who I would get to speak, but he's not very compliant, so um, he might bark him some point. And then this week we have another guest, which seems to be the way of what we're doing with this podcast is introducing local people doing local things. And this week we have Leone. Good afternoon. Hello, everybody. It's nice to uh, meet you virtually. <laughs> They're there at the other end of a phone or something in their car or something really weird and abstract. So, Leonie, give me a brief summary of what it is you do and what we're going to talk about for the next however many minutes. So, I'm the director of Amaze Lab, and Amaze Lab is a STEAM company, and STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Maths. So, we provide educational resources, so that could be anything from a workshop in person where we might be exploding some rainbows. We might be doing a dry ice demonstration looking at chemical reactions via a Zoom call or a Teams meeting, or we might be busy producing activity packs. So the activity packs might include, you know, word searches, tasks that people that can do from home. So we do a variety of things, but all linked to science, technology, engineering, the arts and maths. I was just going to say, do you do an explosion from home? So you send stuff in the post, but that's probably not what you should be doing, is it? Send an explosion from the post. It's all very, very safe. <laughs> explosions. I am a chemist. That is my specialism. So um, obviously I do really favour the chemistry, but the chemistry is the super science to me where things go whiz, bang, pop and change colour. So I really <laughs> the chemistry side of it. <laughs> so, so tell me more about Amaze Lab. How did you start? When did you start? I know you just told me this, but um, go for it. We only started recently, it all came about during lockdown, because um, I am also a secondary school science teacher. I'm a STEM ambassador, I'm a Crest assessor, um, I do lots of things that are all linked to STEM. So during lockdown it became apparent that obviously if you were stuck at home and there was a lot of young people who were looking for things that they could do at home and I was really concerned that they were missing out on the practical side, mainly of science back then. And um, I started setting up mainly via the social media channels, especially Twitter, and I would do practical tasks from home in my dining room, and then I would broadcast those to the nation. Um, and then it really, really took off. We had so many people joining in. We had hundreds, thousands of people doing the experiments <laughs> and sharing them with us, which was absolutely fantastic. And I've tried to include rainbows in the majority of our <laughs> experiments. It's like a sign of hope. Um, I think people really, really enjoyed that. Get any unicorns in there? Is it just rainbows? No unicorns yet, but my daughter, my little mini Amaze Lab, who does some presenting also on the Global Science Show, if I suggest that to her, I could try uh, okay. for one of the shows because she would absolutely love that. So yeah, that could be my next challenge. But, see what but, I can do with some uh, STEM unicorns. They're somehow linked, aren't the unicorns and rainbows? I'm not sure. I think I'm a bit old for that. Um, but something's going on there. I noticed there that um, I did notice when you sent me some information through that you said steam. So you've added arts into there. Is that a, yeah. is that what lots of people are doing? Is that your thing or? I'm oh no, no, other other people do uh, do do it. Some absolutely amazing people out there. We all try and work together because we've all got the same message to really try and inspire and encourage young people into these careers. It's beneficial for all of us that we encourage people, especially you know in our region when we're in such a 
from such an industrial background. We've got the amazing new um, industrial sites that have recently opened again. Um, but now I come from a very, very creative um, household. The other half of Amaze Lab is a graphic designer. So to me, the arts and the creativity are very, very important. And I think that they do really all link together. Do you have a target audience or are you just open to anybody to do your we experiments? Are, we are open to anybody. Um, obviously, it does seem to be a lot of the younger generation, so mainly from five to 11, um, but we do do different tasks from 11 up to 16. So our target audience at the moment does seem to be between about five and 16, it's like the school age children. Yeah. Uh, but we are open to anybody who would like to have a go. We've done quite a lot of virtual scout camps, virtual brownie camps with girl guides. Um, I've also done sessions like STEM Ambassadors Live. So yeah, we are open for anybody to have a go, but it does seem to appeal to the school age children. I'll mention it to my friend who does um, a scout group. Um, back to oh, fantastic. I'll um, get them involved. I don't know what they're doing, if they're out and about yet or not. I don't know what's happening in the world of scouting. I know a, um, lot, of them, a lot of them have gone to women. It's really, really nice because they're still meeting up, but it's all virtual. Yeah. And I think a lot of them fancied having a different face. Or um, I know in scouts, they do a scout activity badge. So okay. these yeah. volunteer group leaders don't necessarily have those skills, which is fair enough. You're not expected no, yeah, to no, know how to do all the badges. So they've come to us, um, so I just researched what they needed to do for the badges and I did YouTube videos, I ran a live session and I produced fact sheets. Well, I say I produced them, I did the content, but um, the other half of Maze Lab made them look absolutely amazing. Um, and then we, we shared them with them and then it was, uh, again, very, very heartwarming when uh, lots and lots of scouts sent me a show reel of um, all the, what they'd achieved to gain their science activity badge. So it was really nice to be able to help them. Marvellous. Um, just at that point, just might be worth mentioning where you can be found on the internet web. So what social media channels have you got up and running and where can they be found? Oh, thank you. The website is www.amazelab.co.uk. If you do click on the website, I've got all the links. We're on Pinterest, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, YouTube. Um, so everything should be under there if you just go to amazelab.co.uk and then all the links um, are on that page. So you can click and it'll take you straight through to us. Great. Um, one thing that I do notice there, you said that you've had a particularly good interest from Twitter. I do try and push Twitter as it's the only platform Help Sheffield is on. And do you have any inkling as to why that might be as opposed to the other platforms? So I try to tell people, people are like, oh no, don't work for me. Um, I think I found that um, quite a few of the educational people are on there. Um, yeah. I ran, um, we ran a full summer STEAM challenge club because um, I didn't just want to stop when it got to the summer holidays because I'll say it has been a very interesting um, year and it didn't really feel like it was a school summer holidays. So we set a new challenge every week and I found that a lot of different schools shared it as well and they're very very thankful that we'd put something together so oh, yeah. we're a bit more of an educational yeah. um, point that are using Twitter. So I really enjoy using it, I think we've managed to get a lot of good information out there via Twitter. I suppose it saves teachers having to do a lesson doesn't it if you just say oh just look at this link it's <laughs> <laughs> kindly done for us. It 
was over the summer and I really, really enjoyed collaboration as all working together. I've managed to meet some of the most amazing people um, that perhaps I'd not have met if we weren't able to do everything virtually. Yeah. So that has been, you know, I've met people from all over the country, from all over the world. And it's been absolutely fantastic to all work together to help provide and then share the resources. Do you look at Twitter lists at all? I've, I've, I don't know if you've ever noticed on Help Sheffield, there's hundreds of Twitter lists of hundreds of different accounts. So there's like 800 or something education accounts on there. So I don't know if you, because uh, what I would generally say to a, if you're a business and you're looking to try and find a niche in your area, is actually just go and follow all the accounts that do the same sort of things that you do and steal their ideas. Um, I didn't say that bit, but that's what I think. Um, but that kind of thing. So I don't know if you ever use Twitter lists to... Um, no, I, you know, we have actually been added to quite a few Twitter lists and then I'll be honest it's not something that I've thought to go and look at but I will definitely do that now because that sounds absolutely fantastic that was like my self-promotion wasn't it <laughs> I've got to uh, click on the Twitter lists yeah I need to find where they are on Twitter but yeah I have noticed that we have been added to some so I will find them and see who else is on there if you just go to an account, depending on what device you're on, I think you click the three little dots and it says view lists and then you just get able to look at um, what everybody lists of they've created right. and then you can create your own list so you could create a list of schools interested in our science stuff yeah. or whatever so you can um, collect it all together that way so it saves you having to remember who does what and who whatever so it's a good way oh, to right. um, remember you. things like that um so obviously you're you're, you're a teacher you're doing a maze lab and where, where's it heading or oh, don't you know it sounds like it's headed faster than you thought it was <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, well, I'm hoping it continues to grow. Um, you know, we're having a lot of interest, like I say, especially in the Zoom workshops. I've got workshops booked all the way up to Christmas, like in-person workshops, also following very, very strict um, guidelines, but they're in an educational setting. I'm really looking forward to, I'm doing some um, Halloween potion-making workshops. The dry ice is on <laughs> order. Um, obviously, I'll just be demonstrating the dry ice, but I'm hoping a lot of young people really, really enjoy those. We do those out at um, a design studio called HEPDT, um, which is an absolutely amazing studio that we run i call it the maze lab academy out of because i do homeschooling sessions as well um saturday afternoon workshops and like i say we've got lots going off for um half term but if anybody is interested do just look on our social media because i keep that updated but yeah um, let's hope it just continues to grow we do the global science show every month like i say my little mini maze labs my children love to get involved i've even got um, my daughter's school friends getting involved with the Halloween special. So, yeah, I just hope um, that it does continue to grow and grow and grow. And the more people that we can get interested into these subjects, the better. So I'm really excited that people seem to be enjoying it. Um, we even did the library summer reading challenge. Um, I got asked today whether they could share their resources with other people that I've made for them. We do things like uh, the science festivals, Bradford Science Festival is coming up next. Um, and like I say, the virtual camps have been really, really popular as well. I'm just wondering, because there's a, a, definitely a thing in Sheffield of a certain um, Twitter account that you're probably familiar with, they're trying to really push the STEM subjects to young females. Is that a, a focus or is it, obviously you've got great enthusiasm for it. I've noticed this just on talking to you for about 10 minutes. So it's obviously not something you need um, enthusiasm with, but do you, do you think there's a, um, an area to focus on in that 
sense? Oh, definitely. I've recently, um, only last week, I wrote a blog post for um, Ada Lovelace Day, which was obviously a very significant uh, mathematician figure uh, in history. Uh, so I wrote, because obviously I'm a woman in STEM, I've used STEM throughout my career. I've not always been a science teacher. I used to work in the veteran profession, which I think is amazing to show young people when you're in the classroom, say for example, you're looking down a microscope, I used to use this every day at work. I think, oh right, oh I might you, I might use it every day at work. So <laughs> I've recently written, uh, sorry, written um, a blog post about what inspired me when I was younger, and I still remember to this day so clearly when Helen Sharman yeah. blasted off into space. So my blog post about my inspirational woman in STEM is all about Helen Sharman. Also, there's the local connection as well she's got a star in the Sheffield um, walk of fame which is absolutely fantastic so yeah also I think everybody should be um, encouraged into STEM subjects but yeah we definitely do quite a few projects about women in STEM uh, I also do the WISE campaign which again I'm a, a WISE campaign role model so again that's where young people um, especially females can go on and they can see what other women have done in their careers and how they've got to that point Quite sad that uh, probably in Sheffield, Helen Sharm was most famously remembered for tripping on the carpet and dropping some of the ashes out of the, um, Olymp um, the student games torch, isn't she? Oh, she went to space. <laughs> Forget that bit. I, I still remember very, very well for the, uh, for the trip into space. But yes, no, you are probably right. <laughs> Cynical Sheffield as we are. Um, what else was I going to say? I was going to say something about something else. You just carry on talking while I think. Um. <laughs> I've, even, I've even got my Helen Sharman signed photo uh, oh. in my dining room that she sent to me. I think, I think she sensed my enthusiasm um, when I spoke <laughs> the And then I was so honoured when the next day it arrived in the post. So uh, Is she on Twitter? No, she's not. Oh, you've said that, haven't you? Yeah, pretending to be a but no, she's, uh, oh. she's, she's not on there, unfortunately. That's a shame. Um, do you mind if, um, would you allow us to steal your blog post for our blog? Oh, yeah, no, um, I will send you what I've uh, written. Oh, that'd be absolutely fantastic. Like I said, I love everyone uh, joining in and working together. It's going to be a feature when the website's um, fully up and running. I'm going to feature, you know, um, people in, in STEM, in STEAM, I'm going to try and do like a monthly blog and perhaps people who perhaps aren't that widely, rec you know, recognised or yeah. perhaps don't necessarily get the credit um, that they deserve, looking at how things were invented as well, you know, why do we have post-it notes, you know, things like that. Um, and that is going to be a feature, but no, I'd be more than happy to share. I'm working, like I say, I'm working with somebody who operates a company called Outside the Lab, which I find fascinating and we're collaborating together because she's trying to really promote jobs that are outside the lab that people might not necessarily think of uh, when they were at school which I thought was such an exciting project to get involved with so we will have lots to share in the future we're busy working on so many projects at the moment that'll be fantastic the thing that I picked up there is why do we have post-it notes I'm hoping you've got the answer straight off the top of your head why do we have post-it notes Oh, it, it was um, <laughs> chemistry um, invention. It was actually another um, invention that was found by mistake, really, in a in a lab of it, like all the penicillin um, oh, yeah. stuff. Realised that they'd formed a, a sticky uh, substance that could then be peeled back off. So wow. yeah, I think it, um, uh, a lot a lot of discoveries yeah. are made by mistake. I was going to say there's a blog in there, and the discover science discoveries yeah. by mistake. It's like um, I. Um, 
I know there's a gluten-free, I'm a celiac, so I know there's a gluten-free thing that's um, accidentally gluten-free. People make things and go, oh, we forgot to put flour in that, but then they didn't think that was a point, but then yeah. it's something it's that I can eat. That is, that is, you know, um, science going to be a trial and error, seeing what works, seeing what comes about, always being like curious and investigating. I always find it fascinating when I work with young people. Sometimes I look out across the room and I think, oh, I wonder what you'll be doing when you're my age. You know, I wonder what <laughs> I wonder what discoveries you will have made. You know, are you going to be the person that goes to Mars? You know, are you going to help find the cure for cancer? I find it absolutely fascinating the potential that these They'll all be on. Got, yeah, and just to be involved in a tiny little uh, part of that, if we can just spark that interest to, to go on and do something further, you know, it's such an honour, really. They'll all be on some social media with them, and I'm sure you'll be able to track them all to within an inch of their life and the future that we um, look like we're heading towards. Yeah. Um, okay, Leonie, I don't know if there's anything specific you want to add to any of that. I don't know if I've covered everything that you'd like to get across in this little podcast. Um, no, that's absolutely fine. Like I say, if anybody's interested um, in any links to STEAM, like I say, to the science, technology, the engineering, the arts and maths, do just get in touch, say anything that we can help you with. Um, our email is info at amazelab.co.uk. But again, everything's on the website, so you're more than welcome to get in touch. Great. And you're obviously on Twitter, because I know that that's how I found you, because that's how I find things. Um, I'm going to stop recording, because... Um, whatever he's called, Podcast Dog, or whatever his name is, has started being a nuisance. So um, I'm going to leave it there and I will keep you on, but I'll stop the recording. And to the listeners, if anybody ever listens to this, who knows, um, then um, farewell. I'm supposed to say something at the end of the podcast, but I can't remember what it is, so I'm not going to say it. But thanks for listening. That was episode 22 of the Help Sheffield podcast with Leonie from Amaze Lab and go out and find out what they're doing in the world of STEM. Thank you very much. Goodbye.